Joey Smith is the public health director for Clarksville, Montgomery County. He joins Charlie Kuhn and Katie Gamble to talk about the many things the health department does. He also shares the importance of language nutrition for children and how that helps cognitive develop. All on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Joey, thank you for joining us today. Joey is the public health county director for Montgomery County. And you don't know this, Charlie, but Joey and I talked a while back, and the things that the health department deals with and all the different stuff is just, like, it's not just about WIC and shots. I mean, they're, they're so involved in the research and development of kids, and it's just, it's, it's, it, we, could, we could probably do five or ten different podcasts I guarantee with the we different could. things they have going on over there. Well, I, I know Joey a little bit, uh-huh. and I, I've learned some things from him. Oh, he's a smart fellow. I guarantee he is. Uh-huh. But before you get into those topics, I just want to ask him. Okay. Where are you from? How did you get to Clarksville, Montgomery County? Awesome. That's a great story. Uh, I was born in Gary, Indiana. Uh, in the 50s, my grandfather moved up north to get work. Yeah. Uh, he was from Montgomery County, mm-hmm. uh, uh, real close to the Dixon side of Montgomery County, yeah. Yeah. and uh, met my grandmother up there and uh, had uh, my mom up there. And then when I, when I was born, uh, 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 my mom was married to a Fort Campbell soldier, yeah. and uh, that didn't work out very long. Uh, before I was one year one year old, uh, uh, he was in Vietnam, and um, they were in the middle of a divorce. And my mom married her second husband, yeah. and uh, uh, moved to Saudi Daisy. I lived there until I was about eight, and I was telling Katie that I have five dads. My mom was married five times. Wow. And uh, so we moved around a lot. And uh, one thing, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Joey, that sounds real sad. It sounds like you. Uh, No, I got really good at being the new kid at school. And so I remember just getting on a school bus and saying, hey, what's your name? My name's Joey Smith. My favorite color is blue. And I I can make friends very fast. That's cute. Um, And so so it. it, uh, and I always had a lot of good uh, people around me yeah. developing me and 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 looking out for me, knowing that you know whenever they would they would see that I'm uh, I'm in a situation where uh, my mom is within the income level of of where we qualified for a lot yeah. of public health services. I was I graduated from the Head Start program in Tennessee in yeah. 1974, and I'll have to show you guys that picture one day. I'll I'll, I'll try to put it on Facebook or something, uh-huh. but. Uh, it's uh, the Head Start Association actually asked me to come and speak at their annual conference yeah. because they were surprised. That, well, they shouldn't be surprised that, that I became a public health director yeah. uh, uh, because uh, they were part of my success. And so mm-hmm. were my fa- fathers. They they were all good to me and they yeah. all loved me and they spanked yeah. me sometimes whenever I was wrong. And and uh, but they were part of my development. Yeah. And so I owe a lot of people um, uh, of of getting this journey here and it's just happened to be that husband number five lived in Hopkinsville and that's where I graduated yeah. high school uh, but I always remember coming to Clarksville and uh, visiting my grandmother like during Christmas break or 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 summer break and I used to th- it's funny saying it now I used to think it would be really neat to one day live in Clarksville because your memories of going to your grandmother's mm-hmm. Is yeah. good. They spoil you. Yeah, that's right. And so, and Clarksville's a great place to live. Yeah, I, I mean, so I I feel like 
oh my goodness, whenever um, uh, uh, the commissioner of health in, in 2012, I, I started at the health department almost 20 years ago here in Montgomery County. Um, and uh, they asked me, do you think you might want to be a director of a health department? Uh, I, I said, absolutely. So I started taking some leadership type uh, coursework and getting in leadership programs. And in 2008, they offered me the job to be the director of Dixon and Humphreys County. So I went down there for about three and a half years. And Andre Fresco was the director here. He called me at home and said, I know you've been driving in Dixon for three years. You yeah. still live in Clarksville, but I'm moving to Washington State. Don't be surprised if they don't call you back up yeah. to Clarksville. Yeah. And so I, I got my dream job and and uh, I've been very blessed. Great stakeholders, great school system, great Austin P. I, I'm a graduate of there. And yeah. and so um, uh, we're very blessed with the people and the leadership that yeah. we have here. Well, we're, we're proud to have you and we do thank you for being here today. And I agree. We do have some good people in Clarksville and you're one of them. Oh, I, mm -hmm. I think I surround myself with good people because yeah. uh, uh, whenever I run across a problem, I, I, I talk to probably 50 people and I tell them that, hey, look at this problem. What can we do to solve it? And then I write down what they say. And then I just apply the good ideas that I hear from mm -hmm. from all these smart people. So um, when you and I were talking the other day, we talked about a ton of different topics, but one of the ones that was just really interesting to me, especially in day and age where we're all on our phones, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. Phones are a good thing, but it also can become a bad thing. One of the things we talked about was brain nutrition and the cognitive development in youth today. What does that mean? Brain nutrition? Well, topic? well, uh, there's there's a lot of folks that I talked to and they asked uh, what are some of the things that might surprise us that the health department is doing. Yeah. I said, well, we were the very first health department in Tennessee to train all of our staff in language nutrition. And they said, language nutrition, what, what oh, is that? Nutrition, not and, uh, but but it, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Uh, and I said, well, here, here's something of why it's in really important in public health. Um, now, we have about 10,000 kids that come through our health department and our WIC clinic. And I, and, and I mean babies when I see mm -hmm. kids. That there are uh, a lot of cognitive development and those neuron connections are being made in the very first 36 months. Your highest developed children that are performing high, they, they have resilience, uh, have had at least 42 million words where they heard before they were 32 30, million different words, just, just constant okay, words, constant words said yeah. okay. some of those words like the, uh -huh, or okay. the, uh, are, are those, oh, are those sight words. You're the uh, baby ever. And, and, it, and I'm sitting there thinking, I, when I first heard that, I thought, I mean, how many words had to be said a day or heard a day for it to do that? But in that 36 month um, period, in that 36 month period. But if you think about it, when a baby hears a word for it to learn what that first learn that word and then be able to develop the mechanics before speech starts, uh, there's a lot of neurons that are being formed in a pathway to have meaning of that word. And, and this is the easiest way I can understand it myself is that um, 
so the more times that we heard that word, uh, like we, I, I'm not fluent in Spanish. I can barely, but I know what hola means. Mm-hmm. How do I know what hola means? Well, uh, there, I, I've heard it enough. Did you watch Dora a lot? Maybe so. Uh, and I know boots. <laughs> and so like, I'm about to like show my age. Uh, uh, but, uh, but some, some, uh, neurons were laid in a certain path for us to have that memory. Right. Well, in a baby, a lot of brain development is happening in those first 36 months. And that's our opportunity right there. A, a child that has had at least 40 million words said before 36 months old is more likely to be reading on grade level in the third grade. That's a pivotal point. It is the age that we stop learning to read and start reading to learn. Uh, children that are reading on grade level on uh, at by third grade uh, are more likely to graduate high school and go on to college or a technical program, uh, be a successful plumber or electrician. Uh, uh, But uh, a person that doesn't graduate high school will live five fewer years. So that's why it's a public health thing. It's very interesting that all these little pivotal moments all kind of lead up to yeah. they, they can put stuff on there. Okay, 36 months, third grade, live five. It's just interesting that, that so much research has been done to prove all those things. So so if I'm a, I'm a new parent, what can I do during that 36 months that would, that steps it up a little That's bit? That's right. What, what Fantastic question. And this is why we wanted to get all of our health department staff trained because yeah. even uh, they, they may encounter that check-in person of, of our office assistant and we see the baby is cooing and we've learned that sometimes that the baby just heard mom's voice or dad's voice and um, instead of being on our phones, which is, I'm guilty of this as well, uh, it's our opportunity to say, do you know what your baby's doing right now? That's called serve and return. They heard your voice and they're trying to make a sound, but they can't form words right now. And so this is your opportunity to say some words back to the baby. Pause, let them try to either make a sound or some eye contact. Mm -hmm. And if not, then uh, say something else like, are, are you hungry? Are you hot? Are you cold? Try to start saying conversations when you're in your car and the baby's in the car seat in the back faced towards the rear say, I know you can't see where we're going, but here's where we're going. We're going to Publix or we're going to Walgreens. I've got to get asparagus, tomato soup. I've got to buy a case of water. And when you're going through the grocery store, say, remember mom said I need asparagus and a case of water and, uh, and start showing those objects and saying those words again. So there's all these opportunities where you have this this opportunity to fill this child's vocabulary yeah. in those first 36 months. Um, we thought a lot of it had to do with poverty and, and income, but we even see that uh, children that had the most words spoken to them, even in, in those poverty situations, uh, uh, like myself, mm-hmm. uh, that I think my mom was had the gift of gab like I do, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, we've never met a stranger and we, we immediately start 
uh, talking and talking a lot. Um, you almost have to walk away from me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but the more words that we can say, yeah. uh, we can actually uh, do one of the biggest things right there. Now, knowing that uh, we've, we've worked over the last several years to try to find out what else is going on besides just having this language yeah. and having all these words? Well, the more cognitive development that is happening during that time, part of the, the brain that has to do with reason and decision making and um, uh, uh, choices that we're making. Mm -hmm. You know, we hear about kids making the wrong choice. We make wrong choices every day. Oh yeah. And if you think about it, we make unconscious choices every day without thinking about it. Right. Like you probably didn't remember driving over here because you've done it a hundred times. Mm -hmm. And whenever I say that to someone that, do you remember driving to work? Oh my gosh, why didn't I, did, I could have killed someone. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> did I stop at every place? Yeah. You did because it was so routine. The, the autonomic system yeah. was driving and making those decisions to stop whenever I saw brake lights or, or certain cues were happening. Yeah. Uh, that's one reason why teen drivers have so many accidents. Uh, they've not done it repetitive, repetitive for those neurons to be laid to just yeah. do it mindlessly but but knowing right, that but knowing that uh, uh, we've done a longitudinal study on the longest living uh, humans in the world and communities that have the most centenarians or 100 year olds and their behaviors um, are much different. It's it's the driving factor of why they're living um, uh, many more years than citizens in the United States or or even in Tennessee, um, and and knowing that behavior is really just moment to moment decisions that we're yeah. making a day. This is going way upstream. Here is what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. We're we're knowing that since decision making is a is a driver of life expectancy. What if we can go to the architect of the brain where I, I probably I'm, I don't think I'll be here in 18 years to see this baby become an 18 year old. But I just know that I, I heard one time that smart men plant an oak tree that they know they will never sit under the yeah. shade of. Yeah. And so I'm I'm probably won't get to enjoy the benefits of this uh, uh, that, you know, in, in today's age, we're in a microwave oven day and we want a, a quick fix. And uh, there's this analogy where uh, two people are standing by the river and uh, all of a sudden a baby comes floating down the river in a second and one guy jumps in the river and starts trying to save babies in, in their arms and the other guy stands on the bank and starts going upstream and and the guy in the river says get out here help me save these babies he said i'm going upstream to stop who's throwing the babies in the river mm -hmm. and so that's what we're doing here we're going upstream when brain development is happening knowing that if we can reach those ten thousand moms yeah. that are coming in the health department and tell this story even more on on clarksville now and to our citizens in clarksville montgomery county and across tennessee that uh we can reach this goal of adding, uh, I, I set this goal 20 years ago when I started in public yeah. health. Uh, I, was, I was taken to a retirement party on my first week on the job because 
this is going to date me, but we had to go and get my picture made for my ID. Yeah. And it was with a Polaroid in Nashville. Yeah. And then they cut it out and then they put it in a laminator. And so we had to go by a retirement party and they were saying all these nice things about this person that just retired. And I thought, I would like people in my community to live three more years yeah. by the time I retire. Mm -hmm. It's three more Christmas mornings. Yeah. Yeah. And, but collectively, by the time I retire, Montgomery County will have around 300,000 people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three more years collectively is 900,000 years. I want people in our county to live a million extra years. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's a great, that's, thing. that was my goal. And this is one of the action steps to reach that goal. So you have people, you know, that, that just find you probably by chance. They say, just go to the health department and they don't know what they're getting into. Sure. But how do you touch new parents? How do you, what's your outreach and how can people reach you it's, intentionally? It's a, it is a great uh, uh, thing that uh, we have health educators that are trained in, 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 uh, in building strong brains mm -hmm. and, uh, can, and can go out because not everyone comes to the health department. Uh, many might just go to their pediatrician, man, many might not qualify for uh, WIC nutrition counseling. Um, uh, so we can actually, uh, they can go to our, our website on Montgomery County's health department page under the county government, yeah. and there's numbers there for our health educators. Uh, if, you, if they wanted someone to come out and give a presentation on language nutrition yeah. or serve in return or building strong brains, uh, we've got a talented staff. If they can't make it, I'll try to come out. Yeah. and. Uh, a, a, so you, you would you'd probably be better off getting one of them, uh, uh, but uh, I, I am just as excited about this as as all of our staff. And I was proud that uh, our health department was the very first one in Tennessee to have everyone yeah. trained in this. Yeah, you know what I really enjoy about this is it just makes sense and it's a really simple thing parents get off your phone talk to your babies because you we've all heard that thing well he's really mature well we didn't ever talk to him like a baby no you talked to him and you know that what makes I'm saying? Sense. Yeah. It, it just makes sense it's a simple thing that all parents can do and it's just a domino effect moving on and that's what i really enjoy about this is that it's actionable every single parent can do this you're right, and and it's it's simple, and and we can get the concept, so you don't have to be a neurosurgeon or right. or or a psychologist or a psychiatrist to understand that uh, as a baby's developing, their their brain is developing, and and we can we can be part of the choice architects yeah. mm -hmm. and their future choices. One of the questions I like to ask our guests is, what can people do? To get involved how can they reach you how can they get involved one thing that they can get involved like uh, for instance in one of our aspects there, there's so many things that, that we're involved in we look at the top 35 causes of death and our top 10 causes of death eight of those top 10 are behavioral related uh, and so when someone reaches out to me I try to find out what they're interested in and how can we help them yeah. and what are the, because I know if I can find out that you're very passionate about veteran suicide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
let me feed you yeah. information. Let me get you connected to all of our suicide related information. Uh, and and uh, for instance, uh, we have a suicide. I know that this will probably air after, but we'll have more suicide uh, events where we don't want to no longer uh, just raise awareness of suicide yeah. because folks are aware that there is a yeah. thing called suicide. Right. What we want to do in our suicide task force here in Montgomery County or our uh, alliance uh, is find out those best practices and one day talk about this like it was smallpox yeah. where mm -hmm. there was this horrible thing years ago that of, called suicide and uh, we'd like to talk about it in past tense and have a world without suicide. Mm -hmm. And one thing of understanding is there's not one cause of suicide. That's what makes it difficult. There's not a single cause of it, uh, but there is a lot of similarities that we see. Children that didn't have 40 million words said it said to them didn't have the cognitive development to have that resilience and have that cognitive development for the rational thought mm -hmm. on top of that we look at adverse childhood experiences mm -hmm. children that had four or more or at a higher risk of suicide substance abuse teen pregnancy becoming unemployed not graduated from high school uh, so we look at trauma and because trauma also uh, affects that brain development. If uh, you have a parent in the house that is physically abusing the children and the, the other spouse, um, that brain development is developing more of the fight or flight uh, yeah. response. And it can, the fight or fight, the fight or flight response can be overdeveloped where it just stimulates when it wasn't necessary as an adult. Yeah. And so we see some of those effects in, in today's arrest yeah. that, uh, you know, I always try to, when I, when I read uh, Clarksville Now or Leaf Chronicle and I, I read about um, uh, a teen that's done, made some poor choices, I try to think what led that, was a, that was a baby one day. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 16 years ago, that was a baby. And, uh, and uh, there, was a there was a pathway there. And I'm not making excuses, yeah. but there's reasons, though. Right, and right. So, so Could we, that have been avoided? Could it could have been prevented? Mm -hmm. And so that's what we think about in public health yeah. is going upstream and imagining what can we learn from this? Yeah. Ask questions on and uh, get if there is trauma in the house, get it treated yeah. and the children and the family gets counseling. So maybe uh, there the family is aware that this child uh, uh, might uh, be at risk of making poor choices before choices were ever laid in that path. Well, I tell you, you talk about somebody that's got passion. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I think that Montgomery County is fortunate to have someone in that role that has such a genuine passion and cares Correct. about that stuff. So, yeah. Joey, thank you for that. Because you're not just, this isn't a job to you. You're, you no, eat, I was one of those kids. You love this stuff. Sure. And um, I don't think our, our citizens should know how fortunate they are to have someone that cares that much. I definitely think we're going to need to get him back because there's a lot I, I more I do to think, like, I, and I didn't want to get in, let's not get into all the suicide things. Sure. He actually has a lot of research on what leads 
14. Yeah. So I yeah. want to talk yeah. about that another time. I sure. really do because we could talk about that alone. Oh, I could yeah. say the 42 million words in, in a setting. So right. it, it'll probably have it's to be very, chunks. It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So. I'm for that. But thank you for coming in to Joe, thank today, you guys. Joey. And we'll get the other stuff on the calendar sometime and do some more. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank Thanks, man. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.